Welcome to Real Time, a podcast for realtors brought to you by CREA, the Canadian Real Estate Association. We are all about sparking conversations with really inspiring people about all things Canadian real estate, plus topics that impact realtors, really all of us. I'm your host, Erin Davis. I'm so glad to be here, especially for our very special guest for episode seven of Real Time. Let's just say, if you know the name Sarah Richardson, I don't need to go into an introduction, but maybe you're not yet a follower of home improvement and design shows. You will be, so here we go. Sarah Richardson has been a key fixture of the Canadian design world for two decades, carving a niche in the world of design TV by sharing her practical, endearing, and inspiring approach to decor and design with viewers. She launched her first TV series for HGTV in 2000, Room Service, and all these years later, Sarah is the host, co-creator, and co-producer of way over 250 episodes of design television that span seven hit HGTV series, and they're targeted directly to the needs of a contemporary audience. We are so lucky to have her, so let's go. Sarah, welcome. It is such a pleasure to have you here on Real Time. I can tell you that you have been on our wish list here for all of 2020. And to have you to be able to sit down with you virtually and at a safe distance is just a joy. So thank you. Thank you for everything you've done to make our lives more beautiful and for helping us here today to, you know, make this podcast a little more beautiful too. We are so grateful to you. Well, I'm so excited to be here chatting with you. So both of us from the comforts of our own homes, right? Yeah, but yours is more comfortable than mine. Let's not lie. (laughs) Well, you never know. You You never know. You are Sarah Richardson. I mean, come on, it's got to be better than mine. Now, I do have to say, we hear you have a small addiction, and that is to the Realtor.ca app. Uh, we had a chat a couple of weeks ago, and I've been reflecting on everything we talked about over and over. But first and foremost, you talked about the Realtor.ca app. So let's just dive in with the A's and the app and there. What do you think? Well, you're, you're right. Um, I think of it more as a fun, my most, my most fun and my most expensive hobby. But fortunately, to this day... <laughs> The Realtor.ca app has never led me astray. It's never led me down the wrong garden path, but I will say that it has set me off on some really great adventures. And it's funny because I've been using it for a really long time and I, I probably open it at least a few times a week. And I just, I find it to be such a fun exploratory tool and uh it it really it gets my creative juices running and it also has expanded your horizons uh in in you know taking you to places that you hadn't previously considered thanks to the app that's absolutely true i think one of the most interesting things for me is that if i'm if i'm traveling if i'm in a different location if i'm driving if we happen to be uh, my husband flies a small float plane and if we happen to be flying over and i think oh that looks like a pretty area down below i can open up the realtor.ca app and i can zoom in and 
see what's available for sale in the area that I am. And that is, that's probably one of my favorite things about it. Because I think in the old days, you used to have to look in the newspaper or you had to know exactly what what your search criteria was. Where exactly do you want to be? And what I find so interesting about the app now is it gives you this giant map view and you can zoom it in. You can zoom it out to be as broad as you want, or you can zoom it in if you know you need to be on a specific street or in a specific neighborhood, or maybe you just know that you want to be somewhere on, you know, in a district, in a township. It gives you all that flexibility. And so on the large scale, it can, it can seem like there is a myriad of possibilities, which there is. But one of my favorite elements is the filters and the search tools. And so interestingly, on my my most recent project, which I just did for my YouTube series, which was our Retro Ranch Reno, mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to tackle a new project and I knew I wanted to buy a property. But I also knew that we wanted to be careful about the price point. And so the area in the country where we spend a lot of time, uh, prices had started really rising up. And so I thought, well, what if I, what if I set a price limit? And what if I lowered the limit and expanded the, the search area that I was looking for? Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it led me to an area that I never would have normally put within the map area of where I was looking, but based on the price point I was looking at, it introduced me to a terrific property on a beautiful country gravel road that is quiet, that is minutes away from all the local amenities that we love, and literally minutes away from our own farm. And so without that app, there's not a chance I ever would have found that property and yet it ended up being just a fantastic spot and exactly what I wanted. I find it incredible, you know, that that in these days when we feel so kind of locked in, cooped up and, you know, that we're safe at home or staying at home, so many of us still, that this allows you to not even needing a float plane. You know, you can you can soar just by using your fingertips. It's it's an incredible thing. That's absolutely true. You know, that that is the thing is that you can I always say, you know, when I think about one of the people ask me where I find inspiration and so often, you know, I I will say that I find it in social media. I love being able to tour and see where people are and what they're seeing and what's inspiring them whether it's being on Instagram or being on Pinterest. But what's really interesting about the Realtor.ca app is you can almost do that same thing where you can just dare to dream. You can look and say, oh, I've always thought it would be nice to, you know, consider, maybe we should consider living on the water and you can zoom around. And exactly as you've just described it, Aaron, you can be, you can fly like a bird and, and zoom in on whatever property you want. And you can swipe through, you can see the photos, you can get the information, you can forward it to a friend. I mean, I'm forever, I'm forever. If I'm not looking for me, I make myself feel better by thinking that maybe I'm looking for a friend. That's wonderful. <laughs> I just love it. I would love to have a friend like you who is always keeping an eye out for great properties or fixer-uppers or, or the next forever home. Yeah. 
Coming up, we're going to land that plane and look at what home means to us in this year of huge uncertainty, plus the many demands that we are making on our homes in 2020. If you haven't yet taken advantage of all those clicks on the Realtor.ca app, many of them from Sarah, it seems, what are you waiting for? There were 1.6 million searches for Realtors, you, on Realtor.ca last year alone. Realtors make the most of those visits with the Realtor.ca tools provided as part of your CREA membership. Now back to our chat on Real Time with HGTV's Sarah Richardson as we land that float plane and head towards home. Let's cozy down into the nest here and take a look at what home has come to mean in 2020. I mean, it's always been where the heart is. It's always, you know, there's no place like home and all of that. But home has really, really taken on a new meaning in 2020, hasn't it, Sarah? Oh, I think it absolutely has. And I, you know, I think that I have a career that's based on people having a shared goal and a desire to live in style and love their home. And, you know, that is, that's the, that is the passion behind the work that I get to do every day. And it is, it is what fuels me and inspires me and excites me. And I think that I, for all the, for all the challenges that as a, as a global community we faced in 2020, I hope that the one of the silver linings can be that people embrace the importance of home and realize that this is this isn't just a a place to throw in some furniture and toss a few pillows on. This is this is your safety zone. This is your nest. This is the place that you this is really the only place that you can control. And right now, the only place that you don't have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you get to decide who comes in and you get to decide what it looks like and what it feels like. And so I think that people are realizing now more than ever how important that investment is to make sure that you surround yourself with things that make you feel calm, that make you feel comfortable, that make you feel welcome. Um, and that that really help you feel safe and happy. Something that you said in an earlier conversation that has just been on my mind ever since is that suddenly our homes have taken on all of this multitasking. Like you mentioned, it's not just a place to throw your furniture and your pillows and just, you know, live in it. But now it is your restaurant, your gym, your office, mm-hmm. your asylum. It's all of these things. And, um, and, and people, I think, are now asking their homes to step it up a little bit. And what can we do for our homes to fulfill all of those needs that we're asking from them? Yeah, it's a tall order, definitely. And I think that uh, if money were no object and space was unlimited, then everybody could have have everything they want. But we all know that that's not a reality. And I think one of the greatest challenges is how you balance space, the space you have available with the needs you have. And I think uh, the demands we're putting on our home have never been greater. So that's, that's potentially, that's, that's potentially a bit of a puzzle for people to try and, and work out in this, in this newfound approach to how we live at home and work from home and try to relax at home and share the space. And so I think that it's, it's really, it's, it's taking it all up a notch and making us re-examine it. And I, I think that 
you know, one of the, one of the biggest uh, elements is looking at it. And, and if you're feeling that there's elements of your home that are not working, it's time to, it's time to get rid of everything that isn't useful, that isn't mm-hmm. beautiful, uh, that isn't helpful and have bring into your, into your space only things that help you and make you feel good. And there's a quote that I've always loved for years and years and years, and I've probably repeated this quote a thousand times. And it's from William Morris, who was the founder of the arts and crafts movement in the 1900s, who said, have nothing in your homes that you do not know to be useful or believe to be beautiful. And so I think that's a really good guiding principle for us all to follow right now. We're talking with Sarah Richardson, and we're focusing on the inside of the house for a moment. But getting back at looking at location, COVID-19 has kind of changed the way we think about where we want to live as well. Do you think that it's served as a catalyst for homeowners to decide that, you know what, maybe this isn't even the neighborhood for me, that, that maybe we do need to spread out or move on. It's amazing what this, this virus has done in terms of making us stop and think, isn't it? I think it, it, is, it is truly amazing, and I think it has been eye-opening for thousands, if not millions of people, to look at it and say, I always thought... Uh, you know, when I, when I did my Sarah's House series, uh, in 2006, which went to air in 2007, mm-hmm. uh, we said, uh, you can change everything but location. And location is everything. And that was at a time when it was really important for people if I live in the city of Toronto. So if you, if you live in the city, being in the city was important. It was important for your business. It was important for seeing clients. It was important for access to retailers. And, and if I think from a, just a personal perspective, how much the world has changed since then, how much is now available online. So you can hopefully still support those, your favorite local merchants, but also you don't have to be in an epicenter. You don't have to be in a major urban center in order to have access to the best in the world of design, of style, of anything you could imagine because we now live in an online world. And and even more fundamental in that is that when it used to be more important for school districts or uh, opportunities for work because of proximity to an office, what we have now had proven to us in such a demonstrative way through COVID is that people can work from anywhere. And mm-hmm. I, I think we will see a large exodus from major urban centers to go a little further afield, to get a little bit more land, a little more space, a little more freedom, a little more flexibility, and then juggle that work-life balance. And I think for so many years, we've talked about work-life balance, but maybe that balance has still, for so many of us, been skewed more to work and less to life. Back with Sarah Richardson in a moment. Don't you just love that William Morris quote? Have nothing in your homes that you do not know to be useful or believe to be beautiful. My new mantra, and I'm putting it on a coffee mug in my head right now. What a great way to remind us all about Crea Cafe. It's created for realtors and includes insightful new content put together weekly. Join the conversation at creacafe.ca. I hope you're enjoying our conversation with Sarah Richardson. 
really, she was such a pleasure to talk with. And just the latest guest in the Real Time Podcast series. Don't miss an episode. Click to subscribe, okay? Back to Sarah on the thrill of the hunt. Designing according to a frame of mind. Jamaica, anyone? And Sarah's cleaning snits. For real. Real talk on real time. For those folks for whom moving, actually picking up or relocating is not a practicality right now, or maybe they just don't want to move, I think uh, you you get some inspiration from Ralph Lauren in terms of, of creating the home that you want by simply living in it. Can you share that philosophy just a little bit? Sure. So, I, I mean, I think that um, there are let's be honest and say there are tons of people who would love to make huge changes at home and it's not in the budget. And so I I believe that um, living in style, loving your home, um, it should be attainable for everyone. I also think um, budget and style are not uh, mutually exclusive. And I think that you can achieve great results on a small budget and it's always i've always said it's it's not about where you shop it is about what you choose to introduce into your home so i think you you always should focus on quality and buying things that are made of natural materials that have intrinsic value because they were well made. So I, I've always supported artisans and craftspeople and anybody who's ever watched one of my shows will know that, you know, one of my favorite things is the thrill of the hunt and finding <laughs> vintage elements that are affordable and reimagining them. And I think that for anybody who has absolutely, you know, if you said to me, Sarah, I have absolutely nothing to spend what could I do? And and I would say the first thing you need to do is edit. You need to empty out that room. You need to clean out the clutter. You know, the old stacks of magazines, the newspapers, the books that nobody's going to read, the junk that's collecting, you know, just the, just the stuff. When was the last time you actually had a good old-fashioned, as I call it, cleaning snit? Where you sort of, right, that's, that's what it got called in my office years and years ago. People would say, oh boy, she's having a cleaning snit. And the best results come from it. And the funniest thing was we were visiting friends um, at, at a cottage not that long ago. And I said, you know, the funny thing is you have some good ingredients in this room, but it just doesn't quite work as well as it could. And my friend said, great. What do you think we should do? And I said, I think we should rearrange all the furniture. And so we moved things from here to there. And, and we literally, we didn't introduce a single new thing. We just rearranged what was there. And at the end of it, they said, I can't believe this. It feels bigger. It feels brand new. And literally, we didn't, we didn't change a thing in terms of we didn't bring one new piece in. We just moved it all along and we refreshed it. And I think that that's, that's a fabulous, tactic for people who want to stay rooted where they are, but they feel a bit stuck. So maybe because of COVID, you're working from home. Maybe you're not using your dining room, but everybody's using the dining room like a home office. Maybe it's time to just turn that space on its head and let it be what you want it to be and and what you need it to be to help you succeed. 
And at the very beginning of this, you mentioned uh, Ralph Lauren, and I'm sure people thought, "Huh, what's what's she talking about a what's she talking about a fashion designer for?" So, you know, I've I've grown up admiring uh, Ralph Lauren style since I was a, a preppy kid, uh, you know, wearing a, a shirt with a polo horse on it. And <laughs> um, one of the things that I once learned about how he approached his his process of design and style was he would say. It's six o'clock in Jamaica. How do I feel? And to think about making sure that you, that, that, listening to that helped me realize how I feel about when I'm designing a home. And that is, I always want it to feel connected to its surroundings, um, to feel like it's in the right place, to feel like the outdoors and the indoors uh, connect flawlessly and cohesively. So, you know, people might say, uh, you have, when you, you know, people might talk about the way I approach cottage style. And for me, that's because it's on the water. So for me, mm-hmm. that means it's the blues, the greens, the grays. It's soft. You probably won't see me injecting a lot of red into a cottage because that's not, that's not the way I feel there. And so mm-hmm. I'm always, I'm always really wanting to, to dive in and think about, the architecture of the home, the personality of the homeowner and, and what they're trying to achieve and how they want to feel. So that's where that sort of, you know, it's Jamaica. How do I want to feel? How do you want to feel in your home? And then I want to think about the surroundings and, and think about how we can draw the outside in, bring in some nature and just, just make it feel like it all connects cohesively together. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love the thought of that. But you do give me pause just for a moment. If I'm lucky enough to be Sarah Richardson's friend, are you like, do you find yourself like a doctor at a cocktail party where somebody will come up and say, doctor, I'm a little worried about this growth on my finger. What do you think? (laughs) Any place you go, do you feel that people are thinking, A, oh my God, Sarah Richardson is judging my room, or B, I wonder if I can ask her if this color would go here. How do you how do you approach being such a, a design and style maven and uh, just living your regular life, Sarah? I'm fascinated to know. Well, I think the most important thing is that uh, if you invite me to your home, I'm not coming to judge. I think that Phew. nobody should be afraid of entertaining. And I always want people to feel comfortable having people over. So if you invite me over and order in pizza, mm-hmm. I'm going to be happy because I didn't have to make it. And there's nothing right. more joyful to me than having that opportunity to be a guest in somebody else's home. And it's not something I take lightly. And I think it's important that everybody have different style. And this is everybody should have their own personal and unique style. Your style might be completely different than my style, but that doesn't mean that mine is right and yours is wrong. And Amen. It's it's about who you are. What is your story? Where have you come from? Where are you headed? Where have you traveled? What mementos have you brought home? What are the influences? What makes what makes me feel calm and happy at home is a very light palette, which everybody knows. That's no secret. Mm-hmm. But that isn't necessarily what other people like. Rich dark colors. I like light, airy, fresh, and bright. 
and crisp, but that doesn't mean that rich and dark and textural and ornate is wrong. It, it literally is. If you go to a restaurant and you look at the menu, you may choose, you know, something wildly different than what I choose. And mm -hmm. that is, that is what makes us who we are. That is what makes us individuals. So I always want people to strive to create their their personal best and something that is a reflection of them. And I would rather have somebody decorate and design a home that has nothing to do with trend and is completely unique and different rather than have it look like a cookie cutter version of, you know, the latest trend. And I guess in terms of what, if people ask me questions, there's lots of, there's lots of easy questions I can answer, you know, favorite paint color? What would you do here? Would you paint that? You know, what do you think about that? Right. Always happy to answer those questions. It is what I do is truly uh, my passion. So I, I never mind. Um, fortunately, the advice I give isn't nearly as important as what the doctor will tell you. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't go at your peril, take my advice. Um, and, uh, and you know, so I, I may be thinking the question you have, I may already be thinking about. Okay. And the passion that you talk about, you can see it on in, on your shows and on YouTube and on the page, of course, and I'm holding in front of me a beautiful, I don't even want to call it a magazine. What do we call it? Because this is... It's a book. Is, it is a, a book. It's a book series. So. It's gorgeous. Thank and, you. and it's soft cover and it's just beautiful to touch and to look at. And it is a, it's, it's something that you can tuck away and carry with you if you're lucky enough to travel. It's called Collected by Sarah Richardson. This is City and Country, Fresh Rooms and New Ideas for the Best of Both Worlds. Simon & Schuster, where can other people pick it up? Um, you can get it through any online retailer or you can get it through your local bookseller if you're popping on your mask and heading out to shop and you can get autographed copies through my website. And that's sarahrichardsondesign.com. It really is a lovely book. I'd share it with everybody, but I don't want to let it out of my hands, and I know I wouldn't get it back. There's so much more with Sarah to come, including the importance of loyalty to and trust with a realtor, and to stage or not to stage. Her answer might surprise you. A lot of us love to watch Sarah's shows for inspiration, but here's another place to find people who inspire. RealtorsCare.ca RealtorsCare is the national brand that celebrates the great charitable work by the realty community in Canada. Help raise awareness for the charities and causes closest to you by sharing your story at RealtorsCare.ca I'm Erin Davis. So good to have you with us today. And now, back to Sarah Richardson on Real Time. Sarah, what about staging? What do you feel about staging a home before selling it? I think there's tremendous value in staging because not everybody can imagine. So, I mean, personally, I love walking into clutter and mess because I think, oh, this is so good. I'm going to get a deal on this one because nobody else is going to want it, um, which, which really, really underlines the importance of staging, uh, the value of staging. And I guess the question is, do you need, you can hire a professional to do it. You can count on your realtor to do it, or you can do the hard work first. Do the purging, do the cleaning out, uh, do the touch-ups, get it as, as clean and streamlined, as clutter-free and as functional as you possibly can because 
you'll get paid. You will be rewarded for that service. And if you have to hire a professional, you're going to pay that professional. Yes, they are a professional and they should do a great job for you. But the question is, if you're, if you're trying to save money, you should be able to do it yourself. And I think that when it comes to making choices, um, I would say, try and keep it as, as simple as possible. Try to make those choices that will appeal to the greatest number of people. So if you're about to sell your house, should you put super bold wallpaper in the powder room and make that decision for the next purchaser? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe this is a time to try and create spaces that feel light, airy, open, and allow the potential homeowner to come in and imagine themselves in that home and think about what they would do, what personal tweaks and changes they would make to really, to make it feel, to enable them to feel like it's going to be theirs. Yeah, I love that. And you have said that staging isn't hiding, it's creating a world of possibility. And it's so true. That's the whole goal is that when you, the reason I think homes are an emotional purchase, I think when, if you, if you are in the process of working with your realtor and you are out there house hunting as challenging as it can be during COVID, um, you know, it's that, it's that moment of stepping across the threshold and there is, you, you, you really can't describe that feeling when you can imagine yourself living in that home and it feels like you need to be there and you can cast an eye across a room and either think, oh, this is perfect. I want to live in it just like this, or I know exactly what I would do if this was mine. And that's Mm. the, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's chemical, right? It's, it's really buying a house is about chemistry. It's about feeling. It's about energy. And I am always so drawn to buying houses that make me feel happy. I'll never forget the first time walking into, you know, all of the houses that I ever bought. And, and there was something about the way they made me feel. It was about the light. It was about the sunshine. It was about the happy vibe that I could just sense in the home that made me feel like I needed to be there. Now let's get back to talking about realtors. We started talking about realtor.ca and, um, I happen to know that you are an extremely loyal person and you continue to work with realtors, both professionally and personally. So what is it that keeps you coming back? Oh my gosh. I, so, you know, it's no secret that I love to buy a diamond in the rough and fix it up and uh, either keep it uh, forever or move on. And um, that journey for me, I guess it really started in 1996. My mom sold the family home that I'd grown up in for 26 years. And that started, uh, you know, a really interesting journey for her and for me where we renovated a bunch of houses. And as, as we sort of explored new locations and new ideas, and I think, you know, what, what I have learned and maybe not what I've learned, what I've appreciated time and time and time again is the value of having a trusted ally in any real estate transaction. And we'd, we'd need to, 
I could I could fill a full podcast with stories <laughs> on each of the purchases of many different homes and and really why, you know, I like to think of myself as a, a loyal person in terms of the the tradespeople I work with, the, you know, team members. Um, but the same holds true for realtors. I've worked in in the city of Toronto, I've worked with the same realtor since I sold my first house in 1999. So, wow. uh, yeah, uh, my realtor has become an ally and a confidant and a friend. And, you know, amazingly, I think that I, 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 I remember seeing when services were popping up of sell your own home. And all I could think is, why would you want to do that? Because the, the role of your realtor is to be in the know. They are an expert in the same way that I can be an expert about what fabric you should put on your sofa and tell you all the stories of all the different experiences I've had. Your realtor, and obviously in a much more important way, because sofa fabric versus the price of a house, let's talk about yeah. two, two opposite ends of the spectrum there. Um, unless you're buying a really expensive sofa. Unless you're buying a really expensive sofa, right. which I'll advise you not to do. But anyway, um, uh, I think the thing is your realtor is it, is, it is their passion, it is their profession, it is their expertise. And most realtors specialize in an area. So they literally know everything about all of the listings that have come up, they know which sold, what house sold for what, which one's been flipped too many times, which one has a leaky basement, which one. I mean, there is, there is so much information that they hold, um, that I really believe that you need to craft a relationship that's built on trust. And I guess it's different if you're a, if you're a, a serial, uh, purchaser like my husband and I are, or, uh, so that you have that opportunity to do multiple transactions versus if you're only taking one shot and it's one home and it's done and it's forever. But they, it, it is such, it is such an important relationship to feel that you have uh, a foundation that's built on trust and respect and feeling like they have your best interest at heart because Ultimately, they're going to lobby for you, negotiate for you, advocate for you. And when the going gets tough, if there's a snag along the way, they're going to make sure it gets done. Coming up on Real Time, because inquiring minds, okay, mine, want to know, is Sarah Richardson a secret shopper when it comes to finding her next project? The emotions that come into play when we're buying property and when you should look for the worst house, really. Have you checked out realtor.ca living room yet? Come on in. It's the source for all things home, from articles on market trends and developments in real estate, to DIYs and all things design, you know, right in Sarah Richardson's wheelhouse. We've got the inspiration you need in one place on living room. Oh, don't miss our open house. Fast questions and answers with Sarah Richardson. It's on the way too, on real time. Just before we get to that though, Realtor.ca is the most popular and trusted real estate website in Canada, connecting local realtors with Canadians to help with the biggest purchase of their life. Visit Realtor.ca to meet a realtor near you. And if you're lucky, you'll have a relationship with your realtor like Sarah has for all these years. 
correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm going to guess that when you're purchasing a home, let's say a farm in Picton, that the people owning it don't know that Sarah Richardson is coming in, or you run the risk of them adding another zero or something to the end. Would that be correct? Uh, it, you know, it really, it, it depends. Uh, we've, I've bought stuff under my own name uh, with my husband and also not. Oh. But I, I think, I think that the, I think the, comp I hope nobody would add, uh, they can't really, they can't really ask for more later. And I think one of my, one of my specialties is I don't, I don't really roll in hot on a bidding war. I'm always, um, you know, I'm not looking for the house that's picture perfect, all done, just move in. Uh -huh. I'm looking for, uh, sort of the, the ugliest duckling, uh, with good bones and hidden potential that I can work some magic on. And I think the other thing is that I try not to get too emotionally invested. And it's so hard oh, yeah. because, because anybody who's ever, you know, tried to buy something, emotions run high. It is a passionate purchase. Um, sometimes <laughs> we're at risk of being slightly irrational. Mm -hmm. Um, if you really, really, really want it. So I try to find, I try to find projects that, yeah, I can, I can take it or leave it because there's no, there's no joy in feeling like you paid too much. Yeah. But that's where your realtor comes in to say, you know, mm, I, I wouldn't go higher than that. Um, and I tend to try and, and find that, that place that's been overlooked or has sat on the market for too long, um, and, and really give it, a, a fresh chance. I love that your advice is to buy the worst house on the best street. Well, yeah, that's a, that's, that's always a good strategy is if, if you can buy, if you're thinking about neighborhood and you're thinking about school district and you're thinking about, you know, all of the benefits that come along with being in that place you want to be, absolutely try and find the, the worst house on the best street because then you get all the lift and all the upside of what everybody else around you has already done. Mm. And that right there just, you know, that makes good sense. That always makes good financial sense. And I think that the the important thing for people to remember is this is when you're, when you're looking at real estate, uh, this is the largest investment you'll likely ever make. So this is always why I say it's, it's important to trust in a professional. It's important to use a licensed realtor who really knows because every single penny counts, every, every thousand dollars counts because that's the money you're going to need later to to do what you want to do and to be able to create the results you want to create and the changes you want to make. Sarah, we could talk for hours, but I'm going to give you an open house here and just hit you with a couple of really quick questions here, okay? Yeah. Tell us about your splurge save approach. I always think I, I'm, I'm a practical person by nature. Um, and I always think that it makes sense to save every step of the way to examine every purchase from the first purchase to the last purchase and make sure you feel good about it. Make sure you feel comfortable because if you, if you spend wisely throughout the process, by the time you get to the end, there will still be something left over that you can splurge on something that really is important to you, whether it's a piece of art, or uh, a beautiful accessory, a little finishing touch. I've always said that there is no glory 
in overspending on the first thing you buy. Should you live in your house during a renovation? You should never live in your house during a renovation. That is a, not if, not if I'm your designer, you shouldn't. Um, I, I think it's a terrible idea. I know people want to do it. They think they'll save money. Um, here's the, I can just describe it this way. Dust is like gas. It goes everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes longer. It costs more. It is a strain on your relationship and your contractor, none of the trades want to meet you in your bathrobe every morning, neither, nor do you want to have them greet you. Okay. So if you can afford to renovate, you need to figure out how to be organized, be efficient, manage what the workload is, uh, manage your budget, and go find somewhere else to live. For the sake of your relationship, please. <laughs> yeah, we've got this beautiful house we renovated, and unfortunately, we're going to be fighting over it in the divorce. Okay. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, your favorite design inspirations, you touched on them briefly, but they're right at your fingertips. What do you like to open? Oh, I mean, I, I so too many inspirations. I, I love to... I'm such a tactile person. So for me, um, there's so much I love about the digital world, about finding inspiration online, but I still love the glory and the, that tactile feel of books and magazines and just being able to dive in and, and, and a printed page. Um, but I also, uh, what inspires me is anything that is handmade, um, crafted with purpose and soul and passion. That always means something to me. Um, and natural materials. Okay. Finally, your favorite design project, Sarah. Oh, my favorite design project is always the next one. It's, 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 I don't think it's, I, I would always say, I don't think I've ever done my best work. I don't look back and say, that was the best thing I'll ever do. The next thing is always going to be the best thing because I learn and grow and get challenged and inspired every single day. Um, and I love what I do. Wonderful. There's a way to take a bit of this home with you today, other than the uh, podcast, of course, and that is collected by Sarah Richardson, City and Country, a beautiful book. Simon & Schuster, I've got volume one in front of me, Fresh Rooms and New Ideas for the Best of Both Worlds, City and Country. And of course, if COVID has taught us anything, and it's taught us a lot, we can blend a whole bunch of things in our lives now. We don't have to be in those literal and metaphorical cubicles anymore. Absolutely not. It is a world that is inspiring us to, it's challenging us, and it's inspiring us to figure out how to really create comfort and style and happiness at home. Thank you. Thank you for for sharing this with us and making staying home just a little more beautiful. Thank you, Sarah. We appreciate it. Thank you. I love chatting with you today. And don't forget, if you want to spend more time with Sarah Richardson, just go to sarahrichardsondesign.com. And we want to thank her again for her time and her insight and sharing both of those here with us today. Now, just before we go, I need to ask you a question. What is the best piece of real estate advice you've received during your career? Has somebody shared the most brilliant marketing insights or profound thoughts on managing client relationships? We want to hear about advice you've received that had a positive impact on your career. And here's the number to do it. Jot it down. 1-888-768-6793. 1-888-768-6793. And leave us a message. And hopefully it'll be shared in our next episode. Maybe a call like this one from Vivian in Markham, Ontario. Hi. 
I'm Vivian Reese from Royal LePage, your community. My best advice I ever got was own real estate. You see, when you work, you make a living. When you buy real estate, you can make a fortune. I believe in this so much. I write about it in my book. Yes, you can. How my little piece of real estate saved me during a very challenging time. Advice, own real estate. Guaranteed equity. Lovely to hear from you, Vivian, and full disclosure, I narrated her audiobook, Yes You Can. Yes, I did. Hey, and if you have some advice you want to share with everyone, call this number, leave a message, 1-888-768-6793, and thanks. Just before we go, here's another reason you're going to want to subscribe to this podcast. Up next, Episode 8, Kelly Keene author, personal finance educator, guest from CTV's Marilyn Dennis Show, speaker, and real-time guest. You won't want to miss it. Real-time podcast comes to you from Real Family Productions and Rob Whitehead and Alphabet Creative. I'm Erin Davis. Talk to you again soon, and don't forget to subscribe.